At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. Introducing points bet new feature, college basketball lightning bets. Bet minute by minute, lightning fast. Instant college basketball lightning bets now available and located on the live event menu. Choose the outcome of the next play, next point, and more to stay in the action all game long. It's your home for college basketball live in-game betting points bet. New customers use code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Elevate your live betting game. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY. 800-GAMBLER crisis counseling. Points bet. Good action last night in the Sweet 16. Gonzaga goes down. Arizona goes down late. And Houston owned them in that game. That was really never in doubt. I mean, Houston was sensational last night. And then you had that... Was it a uh, wire job? I think it was. I think they, yeah, it was think a it wire was. job. Yeah, yeah. And wow. then Duke, Texas Tech was back and forth the whole time. Yeah. I thought that was a thing of beauty. The refs stayed out of the way for the most part on both sides. Uh, Duke could not miss down the stretch. That was huge. But also, you know, Coach K deserves a lot of credit for going to that 2-3 zone mm-hmm. and throwing Texas Tech for a loop for a couple of minutes. Right, and then going back to man, yes. Because yeah, yeah. Adams eventually took a timeout. They adjusted, came out, and it was a thing of beauty against the zone. And then the players told Coach K in the timeout, eventually, we want to, we want to get out of the zone and go back to man. And he listened to him, and he trusted him. And, I mean, I got news for you. Duke beat a team last night that was good enough to win the whole thing. Texas Tech is awesome. And that should be a surprise to nobody because they were that good the entire year. So full marks to Coach K, his staff, and the team last night. And they were just tremendous down the stretch. And now this kind of opened up last night with Arkansas upsetting Gonzaga. And now Duke is a four-point favorite in the Elite Eight tomorrow. And you like Duke. You made that case already. Yeah, I don't think Arkansas can do it again. I mean, that was just funny how it works, though, right? They did not play well. They were fortunate to beat Vermont and New Mexico State. Shot 27% from three. There was a large free throw disparity in, uh, that went their way in the New Mexico State game. And here they come out and, uh, and they shocked the number one seed. Yep. Number one overall as well. And they're down eight early, too. But it's just no one can make a shot other than Timmy. But a great game plan by Musselman. Uh, forcing Timmy to pass and no one helping him out and just the, the foul trouble and the issues they had. 
I mean, the, the silly turnovers in the first half as well. Couldn't make a three, giving the ball away, dumb fouls. Uh, some calls went against them. Certainly the fourth and the fifth on Chet were bad calls. But uh, Neb- Nebhard? Oh, man. oh, he was 2 of 11. He was bad last oh, night. Oh, man. And, and Tony, defensively yeah. for Arkansas, deserves a lot of credit for that performance he had. Now, let me – I'm not going to, like, you know, try to beat a dead horse with bad officials here. But let me point out a couple of things from that game and why they do drive me nuts a lot. Because they were so inconsistent in that game last night. And I could provide plenty of examples. But eventually, Gonzaga started to get, you know, the benefit of a quick whistle. And Tiki Tech calls against Arkansas. But yeah, when Arkansas was being extremely physical, there was an example where Holmgren got thrown to the ground. There was no call. Uh, There was a trip against Arkansas when there was no call that eventually led to a very obvious carry and or travel that wasn't called. But then they called a foul against Arkansas for over the back. Also, the block charge call from last night. They eventually got one right against Arkansas when they called it a block and not a charge against Gonzaga. But for the most part, they were giving Arkansas the benefit of the doubt. And then uh, Timmy was thrown to the ground. There's no call. And then two of the last three calls against Holmgren, I thought, were totally bogus. Yeah, come it's on. Like, if guys, I just he, go straight up. If, if he's jumping into me and initiating contact, right, yeah. that's not on me. Well, how about they called? I think that was the fourth. That was the third of the fourth foul against Holmgren last night. When Arkansas, the kid's driving, and he clearly goes like this with the elbow and the shoulder, and then Holmgren got gets his push out of the way. They called him for the body. Yeah. Like, and, and then they kept going to whoever the referee was, the old referee that's uh, doing the games with uh, Nance. Sterator? Was it Sterator? No, no, he's NFL, isn't he? No, he does it. Yeah, is he? No, okay. he's the guy. He's, okay. you know, he's Whatever. Uh, I, I get their names confused. He was a college hoops official. He's like, the same, yeah. Like, every time last night, he's like, I got to tell you, I think they got this one wrong. And so did, so did the country. And then, like, you, how do you call a game like that where you're just, that's all we want. We want some consistency, please. Well, you're not going to get it. No, it's you're never, not. It's never going to happen. Because the, the Arkansas. block charge is killing the sport. Well, I, it has for 20 years. But the officials, right. They get, just don't reward the flop ever. Problem and, solved. And and then in the middle of all of this, in the middle of Holmgren falling out of the game, there's a spot where the Arkansas player is driving the baseline. His, he's out of bounds. I can't even, folks, I can't even tell you how far. We can't show video here. I wish we could. He's so clearly out of bounds that anybody could see it from way up in the stands. And they don't call it. He kicks it out, open three, bam, huge shot. Probably yep. the biggest part of the entire game. I don't understand the thought process where it's, I'm, I'm calling the charge. Oh, yeah. They can't wait How to do you call fall the for charge. This? How, it's, it's never a charge, yeah. ever. Yeah. God, it drives me nuts. <laughs> I, yeah. oh, I, I can't know. tell you how much I hate it. Yeah. It's been 10 years of this. Like they, it's Charlie Brown. 10 years of this. It, it's, it's, how long is it going to go on? Yeah, yeah. It, it is Charlie Brown. The guy's moving. It's rarely, if ever, a charge. Oh. Ever. I'm telling you, folks, it's never a charge. And they call. They get caught up in the moment. They reward the defense for such a stupid play. Yeah. You, you got to get it right. And they never do. It's going to be the death of me. It really is. Yeah. And now the, in the Elite Eight, you have Houston Lane two and a half. What a battle this is. Again, the five seed. Huh? How do you like that? The five seed owns the one seed last night. And now they're two and a half point favorites against Villanova. And it's Kelvin Sampson against Jay Wright, which is just all we could ask for. What a, what a coaching matchup this is. Yeah. Nova's down. To, again, they, they won last night and they covered. Gillespie hit a huge shot. shot. Uh, Samuels Several. played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Michigan missed a, lo- a lot of bunnies, mm-hmm. I thought. Great game. Eileen Houston. Yeah, I, I well, Houston it's hard to go against Jay Wright. I mean, that's, that's another the thing, thing yeah. too. Uh, Kansas now the favorite at several spots, although Ken Palm thinks Houston wins it. But in all the liability these books have on Duke as well with the big bets that came in, one of them pays $5 million. I think a guy put uh, 300000 on Duke before the tournament started. That's a healthy wager. Yes, it was. Uh, but all the one seeds uh, going out, almost all the one seeds were down to Kansas. So, I, I tell you, I don't want to call people up, but I was very surprised when Jay Billis said, when you asked him how many teams can win it, he oh. said seven or eight. Yeah. I couldn't believe that answer. Like, this thing's wide open. Th- this year? Oh, uh, who, could, who'd you, who could you really trust going in? With Gonzaga's history, there was just too many teams. I'm thinking, uh, certainly not Duke. It's worked out for him so no, far, but I, I didn't trust Duke. I thought the number was the about, season. I, I honestly thought the number was about 15 or 16. Yeah. I mean, because who knows? Kansas might win it, but that's yeah, uh, whoever well, went wrong. But this, but still, I think this was wide open, and 
and even a team. I don't think Purdue was on anyone's list. Well, they, I mean, they had a, they had do this, and they the brackets open up for them. Yeah, if you ask most people before the tournament started when Houston got a five, do you think they would have included Houston? Probably not no. as one of the eight. And Houston no. clearly at this point, they're where they're playing. They can win the whole thing. And if he if he does this without two of his best players for the whole year, and they go through this, you know, they they dominated Illinois. They were obviously the better side last night. If he goes through Villanova and maybe Kansas to get to like a Duke or UCLA and they win the whole thing, that's running the gauntlet, man. Yeah, right. Well, it depends when you put your list together. Before the season, early on, of course, UCLA's on your list. Yeah. But as a four got, seed? Yeah, we got to the end of the year. I don't I don't know if they were on your list. Uh, right, as a four. But this uh, intriguing game's tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm concerned about St. Peter's. This could this could come to an end tonight, and and they could get run yeah. out. I'm very concerned about it. But they play solid defense. But it, again, it comes down to uh, how they're going to call it and officiate this thing. All right. Again, some uh, trends here in the Elite Eight now for tomorrow's action, and then keep this in mind when the games are played on Sunday. Just some historical numbers here. Last 22 years, dogs of three and a half points or fewer are actually 25 and 16 straight up, and 27, 13 and one ATS. That would apply for Villanova against Houston. Teams not from power conferences are 12 and 9 straight up, 13 and uh, 7 and 1 ATS since 2003, including 9 1 and 1 ATS of dogs, three points or more. But you throw that last part out, and uh, Houston certainly would be in that mix. Number one seeds can Kansas win tonight to be the lone one remaining in the Elite Eight? If they do, number one seeds are only 31 and 25 straight up. 22, 30, and 4 ATS since 2001. That would be if Kansas would take on Miami or Iowa State. Uh, one, two, and three seeds are only 14 and 14 straight up. 5, 21, and 2 ATS against team seeded four or lower since 2001. That's again for the Elite Eight. Action Saturday on Sunday. And the over is 85, 57, and 2. That's 60%. Since 2001, in games with totals of 143 points or fewer, the over is 59 and 26, 69.4%. That's Houston and Villanova. That makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. And that game, again, with the point spread at two and a half, expecting a close game. Um, and if it's tight late and it starts to get away, team's going to foul. Final four trip is on the line. They don't want the game to end. And, you know, the teams are going to the free throw line. They're shooting a bunch of three that, threes, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Yep. Let me add one thing here. It's Circa Houston, the favorite to win it, plus 385. Shortest odds. Shortest shot on the board now. Which makes sense because Kansas still has to win a game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's in so they Houston's have... already way favored and they're already through the Elite Eight. Houston ahead of Duke. Yeah. Duke, oh, Duke four, another one, too. Yeah, another Duke 4 to 1. Would you take a Houston Duke championship game right now? Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, I think I so. Have too. a problem with that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not at all. And in games where both teams are seated three or lower, the lower-seeded team is 6-1 and one straight up, 7-0 and oh ATS since 2013. That could be if Providence wins tonight against their opponent, and it could be, it's going to happen in the uh, region with UCLA, uh, Purdue, and North Carolina. Three seeds are lower. Lower-seeded team, 6-1 mm-hmm. and one straight up, 7-0 and oh ATS. More props at cash last night. West Coast Conference wins under. Gonzaga had to go to the championship game. Pac-12, UCLA has to go to the Final Four to go over. Purdue has to win it all for the Big Ten to cash. The prop, how many one seeds will make the Final Four over under one and a half? The undercashed, with Gonzaga and Arizona going up. And now I'm, I'm looking good, too. Looking good, too, with a one seed win the whole thing. It's, it comes down to Kansas. Call it. Call Bill your shot Soft. right now. Bill Soft's not doing it. Uh, good question on Twitter about betting to risk or betting to win. We'll discuss it coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Time for the GOAT. Jeff Siegel, his picks. Horse racing expert, express bet analyst, both from Santa Anita. In race two, he likes the six. Eight to one on the morning line. And in race eight, he likes the six. Song of Fire on top at seven to five. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. And our friends at First Bet are putting VEASAN fans on free money alert this week. Sign up for a First Bet account using promo VEGAS25. That's the code, VEGAS25, and get $25 instantly. Use it to bet this weekend's first Saturday mega racing cards at Gulfstream in Santa Anita. VEASAN.com slash horses. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, Jeff. All right, Paul. Good question on Twitter from Todd. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur with What, sir? Do you concur? Up that open. All right, little do you concur action here. Um, been too long. The number one seed going down early in college football is much more satisfying than when it happens in college basketball. Do you concur? Yes, absolutely. Do you concur? Uh, well, it doesn't, doesn't happen in college football. I, no, never we, we, we get blowouts, and the, the shock usually prevails, right? Right. But in college basketball, it happens too much. Unless I under, I love the term, this is great, but this is, you know, I've been a little negative today, but this is just, it just it's, it's getting frustrating. Oh, you're calling it like you see it. You it's know getting I mean? frustrating. And I'm also, as you know, I want to see Gonzaga win a title. What they've done, Gonzaga's a little bit like Metallica. The, the mainstream went to Gonzaga. ESPN and all the money went to Gonzaga. Metallica became the biggest band in the world without MTV, music videos, or any radio airplay. It was all underground and word of mouth. And with Gonzaga, it was like, okay, well, you're a 12 seed, you win a couple games, and then the, the impossible happened. In that league, in a city with only 200,000 people, they became the darlings and, and NBA players and one seeds every year and two seeds and always on ESPN and getting all the mega non-conference games as well. Yeah. And it's, it's just they stubbed their toe. Last year, I could accept it was okay. Baylor was a hell of a team. They were probably going to come in undefeated, too, if they didn't have the pandemic, oh, the, uh, the COVID issues. Baylor, don't laugh. Baylor is probably the best Big 12 team ever. Better than any yeah. of those Kansas teams. That's how good they were a season ago. Uh, no joke. I mean, that team was absolutely loaded. And by the way, Gonzaga also, they pull in players from across the world every single year. And then they're bringing in guys like Suggs and Holmgren. I'm not so sure. Holmgren, number one overall in the draft. You want to take on that well, project? I yeah, I know. I mean, he's well, going so you're going to have to change his body, which I think oh, will yeah, be a and that's going to be that. how long? How long is that going to take? I don't know. A couple, two, three years? It depends. DeChambeau or Sean Bradley. I mean, yeah. every, everyone's different. 
I lost 75 pounds in three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, some guys can't put it on. Some guys can't take it off. I don't know. Could take a while with him. Sure. Yeah. And I would not. I think it was uh, Mike Adams who said this on Twitter last night. Very good follow. He's yeah. like, might be awesome. I'll let another team take that risk. Oh, interesting. That's the way I would look at it as well. Yeah. I just I just gave up last night. Okay. It's never going to happen for him. I was, that's, and that's the next question never, here. It's not going to happen. If Gonzaga did not win it in 2019, loaded, Rui Hachimuri's team. They yeah. didn't win it last year. And uh, obviously not, not going to win it this year. They're never going to win it. Yep. You concur. concur. I do. So many good teams and NBA talent. And it's just, I can't make a shot. Silly turnovers. The officials don't help them out. I still can't believe what they did to them in the Carolina title game with the stuff on Zach Collins. You know, they probably lose anyways last night, but the fourth and fifth foul on Chet were ridiculous. Let them play. Get out of the way. I love Chris Russo. That's the number one rule he always says about an official. And a big get out of the way. We don't care about you. Agreed. And, and it just it comes. It just. I, I would say this. Uh, maybe they win the national title down the road. Maybe they do. I'm never going to pick them. And I did not pick. I had them getting it bounced last night. In my, and I did one bracket. Yeah. It wasn't to Arkansas. It was to UConn. Uh, I will never pick Gonzaga to win it when I do a bracket again. I will never bet a Gonzaga future unless the number, like at five, six, seven to one, there's absolutely no chance I'm betting that team to win the national title. They need to win the national title for me to believe it. Put it that way. After last season, I can't trust them anymore. Would you give up on a movie and or TV show? If there was something that was inaccurate or something that was way off, and you would just say, even though it's off to a good start, but after that scene or how they portray this person, I can't do it. Whether it's Field of Dreams with Shoeless Joe Jackson or even, uh, and I started winning time, and I love to talk to Jeannie Buss, because a uh, portrayal of her father and, uh, and Jeannie, the, you know, the gal who plays Jeannie Buss in there. It's well done, off to a good start. The book is amazing and incredible by Jeff Perlman, Showtime. But there are so many people who know him and covered him that are just ticked off with what Adam McKay did and how they portray Jerry West. Interesting. And I'm okay. two episodes in. Well, you know, debate about what was his temper like, breaking golf clubs, like to have a cocktail. But it was it's completely erroneous that he would he took his uh, MVP award and didn't want to draft Magic Johnson. And when they did, he threw it through the window. He didn't have a window in his office. Didn't exist. He threw it right through. I mean, stuff like that, would it bother you that much to say, okay, I can't do it. But there are some people just say, what in the world? Did Jerry West do to Adam McKay to come in and, and do this and just how he portrays Jerry West in the HBO Winning Time special? Okay, so what am I concurring with? That was a really long question. So the, 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 the Jerry West or any part of it. like with I tap show. out. Do I concur? I tap out of inaccurate shows. If, if there's a part, right, even if it's good or off to a good start. If you just say, I know for 100, I know 1,000%. Oh, that would bother me. Absolutely, okay. that would bother me, yes. Yeah. I, I, I would totally concur with that, yeah. Okay. But I don't, is that not true about Jerry West? I haven't, I've not I watched find, the show, I find so I have no Everyone idea. says it's hard to believe. Okay. So there's no way Jerry West acted like that. Okay, fair enough then. If it's that bad and that Oh, he comes off then, as a raving, ranting. Now, I know he was miserable and the losses stuck with him. Right. That he couldn't take it, always losing to the Celtics. And he, and he had problems watching the games. He got no joy out of it. He couldn't. He was always pacing. He couldn't do it. Right. But I, I, breaking golf clubs and uh, screaming matches and throwing stuff. And uh, people say, no way. That is complete. That is no way. That's Jerry West. Okay. So when like movies, when when the director of the movie takes his own takes yes. liberties, the liberties with the yeah. show, and you're like, wait a second yeah. here, there's not, that did not happen. And that can, okay, that can be bothersome. Got there. I do know a lot of people who lived through the um, uh, Charles Manson murders. They really appreciated what Tarantino did with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because they lived through that, and they, they knew how bad that was. I'm blanking on her name. Sharon Tate? Yes. They knew how bad it was for her. And what what people went through during that time. And when they watched that movie, they're like, they really found, they, I don't know if they found some peace with it, or they were like, oh my God, thank you so much, Quentin, to actually give me that in my brain so I have that now moving forward. Okay, I see both sides of that. I was a little disappointed. I know it's Once Upon it's a one Time example, in Hollywood, but, and, it, and it's Tarantino's, but that was right. I wasn't expecting that. All right, cashing a ticket on college hockey is the same exact feeling as winning a bet on the NFL. Do you concur? Well, absolutely. Money spends the same. Ticket cash is the same. 100%. Money's my absolute. Yeah, sure. I don't care what it is. It goes for this network, too. I don't care who you have on. If they give out winners, I don't care what sport it is. Sure. That's a great thing about okay. Nigel, whatever. Oh, NFL's king. But if someone's 11 and oh, I don't care if it's table tennis. I don't care if it's boxing. I don't care if it's Money. soccer. You name this sport. Win- cricket, whatever. Absolutely. I don't care. Darts. Absolutely. I'll take winners. Yes. And then, so we got it. This is maybe not a do you concur, but how do, how do you. How do you personally bet? Because this is a, t- a tweet that we got from Todd on Twitter. Do you guys bet to risk or lay the juice on bets above minus 110? 
He's a bet-to-risk player in anything minus 115 or above. How do you approach the bet-to-risk or bet-to-win? Meaning... Well, there's, like, two, there's like, two questions there, right? Like, like, let's say that you bet a nickel on a game, right? So you're betting 550 with a dollar ten juice to win 500 every single time. What about when the game goes to a dollar twenty or dollar twenty-five? Do you bet to win 500 and lay the juice, or do you still stick at 550 with the same exact unit size every single time? No, that's also a Mike Palm discussion too. I I, I used to always get off. I go, Mike, the play should be the same: one unit, three unit, five unit. I don't. I didn't agree with that. Uh, but uh, this is a discussion we had in the summer. Didn't you lay a ridiculous price on Otani? I mean, I don't. I don't have a problem. I've I've laid big numbers before. I mean, if, if there's a mistake and you think you have an edge, right? But I think, like, let's say, and I, and but I, I, no, I go up. I don't have like uh, to risk four forty all the way across yeah, the board, yeah, like, yeah. like some people do. Because he, he, I, I don't know. I, you, you step it up sometimes. Here would be my example of, again, using five hundred and fifty to win five hundred, just for the the purposes of this. If that's your normal bet, well, let's say you like a game that's minus one sixty. Are you going to then step up and lay eight hundred to win five hundred? Or are you going to like maybe lay 480 to win 300 and that'd be like 60% of a unit that you would win? Me personally, I would lay 480 to win 300, not 800 to win 500. I don't want to go that far and above. But I think everybody's a little bit different. And also, I think apps and online have changed things because years ago, like just betting in person at sports books, I don't want loose, ch- I'm not going to bet 100 bucks to win $90.90. Yeah. I don't want the loose change. I want even money. So I would always then bet to win at a sports book. Always, no matter what. So I don't want I don't want ones flying around, and I don't want you know I don't want to have to worry about dollars and pennies and nickels in my pocket. I don't want that crap. Right. Well, we saw a couple of those tickets too with people who had Kentucky money line. Forty five, I think it was forty five hundred to win five hundred sure. or whatever yeah. it was in that. Right. Saw those tickets too. Yeah. Um, I've laid. I think I've laid four thousand before. Five thousand. Have you? There was yeah. an NFL game in play. They were in, it was tied with less than a minute, and they were in the red zone with a great kicker. He's not going to lose. Only thing to do is they, they fumble, the, they, they they botch the knee, taking a knee, or the guy's not going to miss the, the field goal. Yep. I, oh, yeah, when I laid Otani minus 1,000 last year, yeah. that was not a typical unit size for me. That went above and beyond. I, I, you know. I'll give you another example. I found I found the Bucks minus three fifty to win the division. Okay, yeah, there you I, go. That, that's that's crazy. Okay, I mean, that, that's a, yeah, you got it. All right, NBA coming up. Home teams in this series have covered twelve of the last fourteen, and every team to win this division has made the championship round since twenty fifteen. The Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Baby, the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from their stacked starting lineup. The breakfast Baconator, the croissant combos, and they're bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked, sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru. Pick up your Wendy's breakfast. The official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. All right, NBA. uh, Well, a little bit from last night and then tonight as well. How about this tweet from StatMuse? Since 2015, every team that won the Pacific Division made it to the NBA Finals. <laughs> Suns now your Pacific Division winning team from this year. And the one seed. Yep. And, and boy, do they just they handle teams, man. Wow. And last night, it was a close game, and that's what they do. In the fourth quarter in clutch time, they eventually won by 10 points. That was close throughout, or Denver led. Our guy Chad Anderson, Denver, had a great tweet. Imagine if these teams meet in the playoffs. 140 to 130. Game was nuts. Booker at 49. Paul comes back. Not a great spot. Back to back. Altitude. And, and if Denver gets no a couple problem. of guys, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but right, Denver could get people back too. I would take that. But what would that be, though? Would that be the Western they Conference Finals, that. one versus seven? No, that could be that could be uh Oh, the playing. Oh, I guess boy. I guess Denver would be in the seven. Would they lose the first game and then come? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'd it, it take a lot to get there, but sure. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, we do have a bunch of games on the slate tonight. Uh, Golden State is playing at Atlanta. Good game. Favorites have won the last five ATS in this matchup. You like this game tonight? Yeah. I, I mean, the, I, I like that Draymond Green called the team out. Yeah, great job against Miami, right? At the 19 to nothing run. Well, here's the thing. What am I going to get out of Atlanta? Are they just content to get the 10 seed and it doesn't matter whether they're the 10 or the 9? Because they know they're in the play-in the play game. 
Major disappointment. Game under 500. But they're five up on the Knicks with nine to play. So it's over. Atlanta yep. knows they're in the playing round. And then maybe they're they're good sitting there at 10. I, I don't know how they, they want to approach it. I guess it doesn't matter because it was Charlotte the nine and Atlanta the 10. But the other thing, too, about uh, Memphis should get the two seed and uh, edge out Golden State. But, yeah, a lot of pride in that organization. And Green was embarrassed with how they played against the Magic. That was a great response. But now, again, they continue this road trip. It's a five-game roadie, and it's a big one for Atlanta. I'm seeing Hawks between, depends on where you look, Hawks between two and a half and three and a half. Yeah, it'll be a good atmosphere. I mean, this is the game you circle if you're a fan. You get the season tickets, or it's, hey, the J- now it's unfortunate what happened to Curry. It's like, okay, well, Golden State's coming to town. It's a big game on a right. Friday night. Also, totals around 222. Golden State, uh, they've been, you know, until that game against Miami, some really serious unders, but it's a Hawks game where this could be, you know, 142 to 126. Yeah. At the end of it. No defense, yeah. They've been horrible this year Yes, they have been. That's a big reason why they're under 500. But no opinion. It goes Again, it goes back to how are they going to treat this. Do they just say, call it good, we're in the playing round, or, or what they want to do? How about Utah? And they got a big break that Denver lost. Now they're big favorites to win the division. But they're, they're, they're tied. They have the same record as Dallas. It looks like Utah will play Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. Because there's a three-game separation there between the other teams. But, yeah, because uh, I think the Nuggets now are completely out of that chance. Yeah. Because it was looking like the Nuggets could actually overtake the, the Mavericks, but that's not going to happen right. now. Den- so Denver is the six, right, but they're three back of Utah and Dallas who have the same record. And then Minnesota's the seven, 42 and 32. Boy, let me, let me ask you that. Yeah. Who would you like in that series? Utah-Dallas? Yes. I'd have to trust Dallas. Like, r- right away, Luka. my gut goes towards D- Dallas, but I obviously would have yeah. to see what the number looks like. Great job, Jason Kidd. Proved well, excellent job. Proved me wrong. Yeah. Very pleasantly surprised at what they've done and how they bought in defensively. But uh, Utah, I mean, you, you get run out against Brooklyn. You get blown out against Boston. You continue the road trip. You're laying a small number against Charlotte. I think there'll be a lot of points in this game and go over, but no Bogdanovich. And Charlotte sitting there as the nine seed? Yeah, total 229.5 tonight. Uh, I think you need to be really concerned about Charlotte right now. That performance against the Knicks the other night was dreadful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and Utah is kind of like, you know, tailspinning right now a little bit. I think it, I think they had their eyes set on, you know, a deep run again this year in the playoffs. Is this team going to get out of the first round? Also, night in, night out, they don't know who's playing. Yeah. Like, like the whole damn team is questionable when mm-hmm. you look up. Uh, right, Minnesota's two and two twenty-eight against Dallas. They just played. Dallas won a close game. Minnesota was hot. Now they dropped a couple in a row. Well, also good competition they're playing now. Well, that's right. The and this continues tonight. Yep. Um, I know Aaron Renning, our buddy. He liked Minnesota the other night against Phoenix. They didn't win the game, but they got out to a great start, and Phoenix came back. But that's again Phoenix. They take okay. apart everybody in the second half. Okay. All right. Here, Actually, I'd look at Minnesota. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's the game I have my eye on. Would you? Okay. Tough spot, but yeah. What do I get out of Miami tonight? What in the world happens? Does anybody want the one seed? Maybe Milwaukee does. Miami playing like they don't want the one seed. Miami has a one-game lead over Milwaukee and a game and a half over Philly. And and here come the Celtics, who are red hot. They caught Philly. Philly's ahead in percentage points. Uh, But they're only two back in the loss column of Miami as well, and Boston has Miami coming up. They're laying five and a half at home against the Knicks. Number one, who's playing? Number two... How big of a deal? They're all saying the right things afterwards. But remember, 35 minutes to come out and open up the locker room after the game. And Spolster saying, what? You want to fight me? And Haslam telling Butler, I'll beat your ass over and over again. And then Butler comes out and said, you guys are only big because of Dwayne Wade. Right. And he said that. He said the only reason why you're relevant, actually, from the report, right, is that Jimmy Butler told them that in the huddle. He told them that when they're sitting there in the bench during a timeout, he goes, the only reason why you two are relevant, that's, that's the report that I saw, the only reason why you guys are relevant is because of D-Wade. And then Spolster was like, what? And then Haslam got up and said, oh, I'm going to beat your ass. And then it turned into that whole thing. Just You, you have to love how Spol- and the respect that he must have it, from the- everybody not named Jimmy Butler for doing that, that moment from that whole team. He comes out on the court and circles was around. Right, was that afterwards? That was yeah. That was after. He throws the clipboard. He throws at the him. clipboard and he goes yeah. at Jimmy Butler. A oh. uh, lot of people, by the way. Oh yeah. Calling Jimmy Butler, yeah. Mister Fake Tough Guy. Oh, or you, or you could say Clubhouse Cancer. Well, either one. 
either one, sure. Because now Phil- people in Philadelphia are like, they're really taking a victory lap now. Told you so. Yeah. Told you so. They're patting themselves on the back. Chicago, Minnesota. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That, yep. Yep. That's yeah, tough. I know, but listen, hell of a player. He took him to the finals. Of course. You got to give him credit. He's a hell of a player, but he's a, he's a prickly pair. But I gotta keep, you got to keep your eye on this Miami situation. Number one, are they going to – I'm not saying they're doing this on purpose, but they just they don't want the one seed. They've been, they've been they're struggling here. And uh, the 19 to nothing run by Golden State, and then you got the coach and the star players screaming at each other and the assistants screaming, I'll beat your ass. So that, that is definitely something to watch. Well, okay, so the, the two teams that I really don't think are afraid of getting the one would be the Bucks and the Celtics right now. You're right. Philly's going to run from it, right. Yeah, Philly, I, Philly's and, a, a road favorite tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll see who, who plays in that game, but right, I would, you're definitely spot on. And last couple of years, because of the of COVID and everything, it really changed like how players are going to, you know, like, every morning, like who's going to play, who's in, who's out, that kind of a deal. But this is the same thing with Miami. Like if, if you tell me right now the Heat will have their full complement of players in a series against the Nets, the Heat can absolutely beat Brooklyn in a seven-game series. The Heat can go to the yeah. uh, NBA Finals again this year if they have everybody playing. Yeah. That's how good they are. Yeah. Um, and the Eastern Conference is loaded, as we all know. But they're laying right now that number six, six and a half tonight against the Knicks. And the total is 215 and a half. Mm. You know what? The more I think about it, I have to take Golden State. Because you know, where your head's at, I know it's a big game here at home. You finally you get a huge crowd in Atlanta. They just lost by 21 to Detroit, too. The Pistons ran them. I know the Pistons are uh, uh, hot, especially ATS, but you see Houston's favorite on the road. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Houston's Can you, favorite. This is where oh, we're at, folks, oh with the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, the tank is on. They're at home against Houston, of all teams, and the Rockets are laying three and a half or four, and that total is super high, hovering around 233 yeah. and a half or 234. That's how bad Portland is right now. Worst record in the league, Houston, laying in Portland. Yeah. They just lost by 30 at home to the Spurs. That opened six and a half, closed 10. Now, this is, this actually reminds me a little bit of the Detroit game against Portland when Detroit was on that sick run and they hosted Portland tanking, yep, yep. right? Defining yep. the word tanking right now. And Portland went there and beat them. Like, do you want to lay three and a half or four points with, with Houston? Not me. Can't do it. Let me give you some great numbers courtesy of Bet Rivers. Yes, no's to make the playoffs. With the Kyrie and, and the mandate and everything in New York, the Nets are now minus $9. $9 to make the playoffs. Wow, that kind of flipped, huh? Pelicans are plus 360. Nice win last night, but you're getting Ingram back, and, and who knows what's going on with Zion? Okay. Charlotte plus 360. Lakers are 3-1. to one. I did see as high as 5. Lakers are now 3-1 to one to make the playoffs. Yeah. Those are good numbers up there. Atlanta plus 220. Clippers minus $3. A lot of options yeah. out there. And by the way, as I pointed out before this month started, when we ran down the bowl schedule, they needed, what, three wins or four wins to go over their win total at the beginning of March. I said, I don't know if they get there this month. They need one more win to go over their win total. They have four games left this month. It has been a dreadful March for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. They have like nine games left. They have to win one game. There's one winnable game on the schedule when you look at it. It's at Washington. Not that. Is it, come on. No, I, look at the schedule. By the way, side oh. note, up next, <laughs> there was a huge move. And yes, I'm wearing the Jaron Jackson shirt today. I'll explain that. And a huge move in the Defensive Player of the Year market. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the sports betting network get up there and check out all the breakdowns and the previews with winners and whiners and their senior handicapper ben hayes had his best bet of the tournament notre dame against the points plus the points against alabama they won outright by 14 and today he's uh, stepping up with his big play no strings no catch text vison to 3203503500 vison Three two zero three five zero thirty five hundred. Good luck, everyone. Okay, so I am wearing the uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. T-shirt jersey today, uh, thanks to Better Z. Uh, he's on Jackson to win the Defensive Player of the Year. We all are. Okay, so how about this now from Stat Muse last night? Jaron Jackson has the most games this season with two plus blocks, fifty, three plus blocks, twenty five. Four-plus blocks, 14. Five blocks or more, eight. Six-plus uh, plus blocks, two. He leads the league in total blocks and blocks per game. He's missed one game the entire year. What am I missing here, folks? His odds keep going the other way to win this award. So it wasn't the move's not on him. The move was on Bridges yesterday to win it from Phoenix. He yeah. dropped to like three to one. Yeah, that's several books. I don't understand it. And because I know... Um... Monty made a hard push for him, and it, but that, that's just how it's going. So did Devin Booker. I mean, yeah, but like Mahoney said, uh, you need John Morant to have a vote. But Jaw's been yeah. doing it the whole year. And I know you're, I, I understand your frustration because I don't understand it either. With the blocks, and that, to me, games played should be an important part of this. And how is Bam the favorite? And he's missed all these games, and you got guys chirping about give it up. It's not going to happen. I don't get it. But then again... We sat here and we were shocked and amazed at the fact that you had Thibodeau at 25 to 1 for much of the year last year. And we would come in every day and say, wait a second. Yep. Number one market? Knicks weren't supposed to even get close to this win total, and they're let alone the four seed in the East? Voila! There's yep. your coach of the year. We should have been adding Thibodeau the entire time. I only right. met him a couple of times. It should have been like, I, know, I don't get it. Here, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because yeah. the numbers scared you off a little bit. A little bit, because yeah. It make, why is he 25 to 1? And so, so we it would did, just be a slice. When, when Brian Mahoney came on the show this week, he covers this league, has for a long time. He has a vote, and he made a comment where Jaron Jackson's been great, and I followed it up, and I'm like, does that mean do you think he can win the award? He goes, yes, he can win the award. So right now, just again, in that 16 to 18 to 1 range, and there's a big move on Bridges now to win it, uh, why, why is Gobert still this high? Can somebody explain that to me, please? Yeah. Um, They've wh- not had a good defensive year. No. I mean, this is... I know they had issues when he was hurt, but, I mean, come and, on. And, like, last night, for example, yes, Jack, I know Jackson's rebounds are not there, but he and he gets into foul trouble. He had five fouls last night. He played 16 minutes last night because they 
They blew out their opponent again. He had two more blocks in 16 minutes. Like, he's doing this, like, the per 36, the per 48, the blocks per game. He leads the league, I believe, still in combined blocks and steals. I I don't know. It's puzzling. We can look back at this thing and say, why did we not keep adding the 18, 20 to 1? It's because we have so much now on gigantic numbers. What's the point? Well, guy who covers the league says he's got a shot. Yeah, he does. That's worth your fit. Number one, calm down on the Bulls. Uh, they still play the Knicks and the Clippers, so they're they're going to get no, there no. I, they're going to win one more game. I'm just you telling said you, winnable. On the schedule, said no, 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 no. I said look at their schedule and tell me which game stands out as a gimme. There's no gimme. I would say the one would be at Washington, but the way this team gimme. is rolling, I don't know if that's a gimme know. or not. Right, I don't think you said that, but fine, gimme. If well, you that's what say I meant. Gimme. Okay, okay. Now the other thing you've been saying this for a while, and your did you see the other big move? Ja is now down to minus 560 to win most improved. That makes sense. That was that has come down significantly after you've been saying other like, come on, ja, this guy's an MVP candidate. Yeah. I know they're 16 and 2 without him, but but that's why he can't win the award. But he was a star last year. Yeah. How is he most of, and Garland is now six to one. Okay. Uh because B- Bain was like 80 to 1 still Bain's yesterday. Bain, Bain lit it up last night. B- Bain's been Bain was 12 of 14 shooting the third quarter. Yes, <laughs> it was just, that. that yeah. See, Bain is the kind of guy who deserves this award. Maxi, yes. with the Sixers, is yes. the kind of guy who should get this award. Not John ja Morant. Yep. And I would actually say maybe like a Dejounte Murray from the Spurs. That makes sense. That's logical, right? To think about a player like that winning the award. John ja Morant has this whole market has been way off in my opinion. The same thing with the Defensive Player of the Year. I I don't know. I just yeah bizarre. It is Clippers three dollars to make the playoffs. Well, Paul, I had, Paul George back at practice, but I don't, who knows what's going to happen with Paul George. Le, Le, LeBron, LeBron will beat the Clippers if that if it comes down to it. The Lakers will beat the what Clippers. If, what if they get Kawhi back? That's not I, – I can't see that. Well, if that would happen, my God, that shakes up the whole West. Uh, well, I don't okay, think, I don't so think it, Lewis said it's, it doesn't look good. I, I had a very serious and sharp better reach out to me this week. You know him as well. Very respectable. He said he's been staring at the Clippers, I believe, 30-1 to 1 to win the West – he wants to pull the trigger, and he absolutely would if somebody told him right now that PG and Kawhi are going to come back. Well, of course. Of course. Yeah, well, no, yes, no but doubt. That's, but if that happens. Kawhi's not walking through that door. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not, not going to happen. But that also, it's the same thing with Denver. You know, the what-if scenarios with a lot of these teams. What if some of these guys come back? Also, it's like a year off now for Kawhi. Right. So I would think that just automatically assuming that that team is going to be good enough to beat like the Suns or somebody like that, come on. Well, it's time to kick this around, too, about, uh, okay, we'll give you another pass. You had some bad luck. If they don't do anything next year, it's time to say that's one of the worst trades we've seen. Come on. Oh, the Clippers. Oh, my God. Yeah. You sold your soul. You got Paul George and Kawhi. You can't even get to a champ- a finals. Yeah. Okay, I mean. And, and I said the week and after And you gave up trade. all those picks, and you gave up uh, SGA. You didn't have to do that either. Yeah. Not, not to pat myself on the back, but that's what I'm doing here for a second, right? A week after that trade. I said on the air, do you think they'd like to have that back about trading Gilgis Alexander? I would not, and I there said was I, no I, need to do I would not have traded him straight up for Paul George. And there was no need to do it. No, zero need. You traded for a guy playoff piece shooting air balls. I, I never got that deal. Yeah. Never got it. Let me run this by you. In honor of the Academy Awards on Sunday night, yeah. and we talked a little bit about this embedding it uh, earlier in the week. Um, evidently, Coda has a serious chance, a chance that it was like 10 or 12 to 1 to win mm-hmm. the award. Now it's down like even money. But uh, a member of the FTM Army sent this to me, and he bet it for the limit, I think, at least once, if not twice, so they moved the number. There's a prop-up now, globally speaking, with uh, a sequel from one of, you know, coming up this summer from one of the all-time classics from the 80s, Top Gun 2. There's a book offering this. Will there be a beach volleyball scene in the new Top Gun, Maverick? The no was minus 7,500. The yes was 12 to 1. Scott Bennett, again, I think multiple times for the limit. They moved the no to 20. I don't know what the limit is. But they moved the limit to minus, or I'm sorry, the no to minus $25, the yes to 8 to 1. The movie's been made now for like a year yeah, and a half. Yeah, I know. You would think but that's, that's some, Well, that was the rage of the first one. Would they do that but again? Then, but then, well, they're old men now. No, I know. But you, you want to see... Is Kilmer in it? I don't even know. You can't put Kilmer in there again with his shirt off. He's a, he's a big fella. Well, Getting a workout I, I, with the I knife think, and I think, fork. I think Cruz begged him. Oh. Because, but also Kilmer, Kilmer's been, 
um, oh, yeah, yeah, suffering from yeah. a, you know some ailments that have been pretty bad. So, but but I guess Tom Cruise went to him and said, "We got, we can't have a Top Gun two without Iceman. You got to be in the movie." That's ah, ridiculous. It came out in the early eighties. You can't. But he was in ship sailed, guys. He I was mean, a, this he, is ridiculous. Oh, you don't want to see the this, movie? This is ridiculous. This is Hollywood saying we're flesh out. I got. I have nothing. I got. Let's just do nine sequels or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but I think on. everybody's wanted a sequel to Top Gun for a long, long time. They have. Oh, absolutely. Top Gun. You, do you know how big Top Gun was? And I didn't care for it. Oh, jeez. There's some hey, good Christ. moments. Come on. Oh, come on. You didn't like Star Wars. Who are you? You're born in the you, 70s. You, you didn't like you piss on Star Wars. It's you, unbelievable. You, Lucas you, is a genius. Paul, don't don't you can't even compare Star Wars oh, to Top Gun. Can't. Come on. Top Gun blows it up. Come away. on. You even know Yoda so, was. How, how about the Get sound? How about the soundtrack for Top Gun? Oh yeah, Kenny oh, come uh, on. Very good. What's his name? Kenny Loggins? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Big hit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the McGinnis stuff, I I did no, I didn't get it. You don't like Top Gun? It's, it's okay. I didn't. I uh, wasn't. I wasn't clamoring for a sequel, and especially forty years later, gotta give it to me. Whatever that yeah. ship's. I'm looking. I, I want come Mission on. Impossible Seven more. Well, come on. Who does No brainer. Yeah. I went back and looked. At shot, some, at some, yeah. Like at movies that won the award, by the way. Nineteen, and I have a whole list here. Nineteen ninety-four, Forrest Gump beat out Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction. I make Shawshank a seventeen and a half point favorite. <laughs> Over Forrest Gump, right? Oh, what a crime! And, and, and I would lay, I would lay minus two thousand with Pulp Fiction against Forrest Gump. Uh, but the all timer, the all timer, yep, is nineteen ninety eight. Yep, um, Shakespeare in Love beat Save It Private, Private Ryan. That is the ref stops the fight in the third round as Saving Private Ryan is just mauling Shakespeare yeah. in Love. Come on, you want another one? Huh? Uppercuts. Yeah, it was Baltimore County. What a disaster by the Academy. Yep. You gave Shakespeare in Love best picture over the best war movie of all time. Yep. Disgrace. Yep. And uh, the year that I tapped out on the awards about giving a rat's ass, 2014, when Birdman won it. It beat no. American Sniper, Boyhood, Grand Budapest no. Hotel, and Whiplash. No. It's a good movie. Oh, my God, It's a Paul. good movie. You, you have an unbelievably bad taste That's in movies. A good, Whiplash was awesome. What's the guy's name? The insurance salesman? Uh... Jake, Jake, something. Birdman. He is unbelievable in Counterpart. That is a un, most underrated TV show. Birdman absolutely stunk. No. And it was there's no, no chance it was better Not than bad. Boyhood. Not bad. Uh, Sweet 16 and Elite 8 betting with Bruce Marshall coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.